1: Here's your Real Estate Insider, Dr. Chuck Fury. Hello, folks. Dr.
2: Chuck here, your Real Estate Insider. Great to be back with you once again this week. As you know, real estate is the most fascinating commodity I know of, sexier than stocks, more useful than gold, and often creates more emotion than Hollywood. I've been in the real estate business for over 25 years, and my mission with this show is to bring you unique insider strategies taken from my 25 years of experience, and I have with me uh, my able soldier here on the front lines, Mike Staten. Mike, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. How are you, Chuck? Hey, great, thanks. So there's some um, very exciting news for you, isn't
3: there? Yeah, yeah. We're still making wedding preparations, of course. Uh, yeah. Our wedding is, is this summer, so yeah. we've got... Um, a number of meetings with our vendors. So we're doing cake mm. tastings coming up. And uh, S- excuse me, flowers. excuse me. Did you say cake tastings? Cake tastings. Yeah, it's oh. it's going to be very grueling. I'm going to have to. Eat multiple types of cake uh-huh. and um, hmm. give you know feedback on which ones we like.
2: Well, well, I would make that decision very slowly if I were you. <laughs> yeah, it's going
3: to take time. Uh, we <laughs> yes. have multiple
2: tastings and yes. uh,
3: it's going to be you know stretch out over a couple of days. I think. So.
2: Yeah, yeah, a couple of days. Yeah, sure, two, three, four days. And uh, <laughs> and I think actually, um, you know, don't they like to when you have these gourmet uh, dinners? They like to you know. Um, Neutralize your palate in between tastings. Well, I, I don't know. Servings. I've never
3: done a cake tasting, but uh, yeah. I have done other tastings well, where they do that, right? You know, yeah. Uh, wine tasting, you have a sip of water in between each. Oh yes. Yeah, you know, kind to to come back to a yes. blank slate and or a little sorbet, some, yeah. you know, between. But I was just thinking a little, a little ice
2: cream maybe between each uh, course. And, yeah. Uh, how about champagne now? Um, are you going to be That's doing champagne, champagne tasting, too? Or, uh, um,
3: as much as possible.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, I think people should get married multiple times in their lifetime. <laughs> that sounds like a great idea. <laughs> or maybe even better than that, folks, would be to start your own company, and you could actually perform that service. Mm-hmm. What do you think?
3: Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. Um, the. Coordination required for one wedding sounds <laughs> like uh, more more work than I want to do on a regular basis. But um, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I enjoy what we do uh, day in day out for, yeah, for yeah. our. Clients and um, see their lives improve. So, oh, I, sure. I do want to invite uh, all of our listeners to, of course, call us with any questions they may have. Our number is the same 888 no taxes. I want to thank everybody for calling in and leaving um, uh, messages, or, you know, when we have time, we can actually talk with you directly and go over any of the questions you may have or uh, situations you want to discuss. But, um, uh, you can also reach us at hi Dr. Chuck, at gmail dot com and we'd be happy to go over anything that you'd like to
2: talk about on the air or with you personally. Sounds great, Mike. That's terrific. Now um I want to talk today a little bit about adding value. Um, uh-huh. You know, we were just talking about a company that could be creative to add value to those that are in the wedding market to figure out the best food, the best cake, the best champagne. Um, In our business, we're looking to add value for folks in real estate, Mm -hmm. whether it's investment real estate or their personal residence. Um, And how do you add value? Um, Fortunately, we live in an area where appreciation is um, a key factor in our marketplace, People say in other parts of the country that, gee, California is, you know, goes up wildly and then comes down wildly. It's a real roller coaster ride. Um, Really, in the last uh, couple of decades, it's been more up than down, uh, Mm -hmm. certainly in our market uh, here in the Silicon Valley. Um, But it will come down. and when we inhale, we always have to exhale. Sure. It's part of nature. It's part of the economic cycle, as they say. And it's part of uh, the psychology of investing and the human psychology that things go up and things go down. So we want to be poised and ready with strategies for either type of market and um, as much as possible, try to anticipate those moves. Yes. Yeah. I think that's definitely
3: wise. Everyone that's involved with real estate should really be thinking about how to add value to their properties. Uh, And Mm -hmm. especially as you're approaching a sale, you want to be doing that. That's what we do with all of our clients. We make sure that Um, they're taking a look at the value of their property and figure out ways that you can add value to it and do it economically. Uh, You know, we're not looking to to make a mansion out of a mole here here or anything like that. We're just trying to uh, improve the value of the property and look at ways to do that without breaking the bank.
2: Exactly. Yep. And so uh, we can add value before a sale We can add value during the sale, and then we can add value after the sale. And we talk about those three components. I think today we should focus on perhaps one of those components, and then maybe um, in a future show, uh, very soon, talk about um, the other uh, factors that that go into this.
3: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, I know that we... We've talked about this a little bit on other shows, but it's definitely a topic that is important for us, and we've seen make a big difference for our clients, so that's something that uh, I think we should definitely share with our listeners. Absolutely. So I know that we've talked about um, strategies for selling, and uh, that comes with... adding value during the sale, when you're actually involved with the sale. Mm -hmm. Um, Is there some topics that you think we could share with our listeners? Sure. Well, I
2: think one of the reasons we want to emphasize adding value during a sale process is that um, we want to be ready in this marketplace for a downturn. And I'm not going to make a prediction on air today, but I can only simply say that the signs do look as though we have what you might call a mature market, uh, there's been a lot of appreciation. Uh, there has been um, the Case-Shiller index we referred to a few weeks ago is at a pretty much an all-time high for this area. The um, Fed is now talking about raising interest rates in a more serious way. Um, these are all uh, these are all signs and clues. Uh, the Fed is looking at the economy and beginning to feel like housing might in fact be overheated. Uh, The news yesterday was that uh, new housing is up 10%. Um, That's a very strong move. Uh, So um, in those kinds of situations, the Fed will try to cool things off a little bit, um, create a soft landing rather than a drastic downturn. Um, In the meantime, uh, those of us that are in real estate and have experienced a lot of appreciation, we may want to think about not necessarily getting out of real estate. I think that's a bad move uh, mm-hmm. for a number of reasons, uh, one of which is taxes, mm-hmm. uh, significant amount of taxes to be paid if you simply liquidate your real estate. We can talk about that a little today and probably a lot in a future show. Um, but in addition to that, uh, I think that we need to talk about adding value with your real estate before you Make that sale before you put it on the market. Strategize a bit. Think ahead a little bit about what you can be doing. Just yesterday I was at a uh, property, and they do want to sell this property, and their mother is going to be moving uh, into a new location. She's elderly. And so for that reason, um, they want to um, upgrade their property a bit and sell it. Mm-hmm. At least they wanted to explore that option. Now, they came from the point of view that their house was older and had a lot of deferred maintenance and was not, in fact, going to be worthy of, of an upgrade. Well, and um, really, we walked through that property, and really, with not a lot of investment, they could upgrade that property significantly. Um, our philosophy, as you know, Mike, is uh, for every dollar we put into a property, you've got to get at least 2 to $3 out of it. Uh, when you sell it. Otherwise, that's not a good idea to put the money in that direction.
3: Yeah, you definitely want to make sure that you're getting your money's worth and you're making a profit off of the investment you're putting into your property.
2: Exactly. Else, why would you want to do it? Yeah, you don't want to lose money just to sell a property. Exactly. And so people are looking at bathrooms and kitchens for sure. They're looking at curb appeal. Um, and even if a property, uh, you know, for example, that property recently that uh, we put a new kitchen in and uh, one new bathroom in, there were three bathrooms there. We put one bathroom in there. Um, we exceeded their expectations by, what, $700,000 on that property.
3: Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was a, a tremendous property. It yeah. really, really was night and day the difference between where it was and where it was when we sold it.
2: That's right. And that property had. Some issues. That was a 1920s property. Mm -hmm. It had um, the old knob and tube uh, electrical. It also had a foundation problem. We had a civil Mm -hmm. engineer take a look at it. Um, Other realtors came by and said they would sell it as is, just on put it on the market, sell it for land value. It was nicely located in Palo Alto. Um, But the um, the consensus on our side was add a little value to the property, increase its. Uh, sex appeal, if you will, Uh, you know, do a facelift on it. Um, Even though it had uh, foundation problems um, that were acknowledged and disclosed, the um, fact of the matter is a lot of people will buy a property and live in it three to five years before they either raise the property, that's R-A-Z-E, raise (laughs) the property, and build a new one, or they will um, do an extensive remodel. Mm Um, to redo that foundation was about a hundred thousand dollars, and for a three and a half million dollar property, actually we ended up selling it for four million. Remember,
3: yeah, yeah that all was cash. People yeah. thought that you that was the maximum you could get out of it. You know, three point yeah. two, three point
2: three, yeah, yeah, three right.
3: somewhere in that neighborhood. But yep. uh, yeah, we blew away everybody's expectations yeah. with just doing a bit of preparation and um, then posturing it well on the market.
2: That's right. I mean, for all that uh, we did, I think it was under 40000 Yeah. Um, and that's not a trivial number. That's not to be sneezed at. But when you, when you put 40000 forward and then you get 700000 back, that's a pretty good investment. I would say so. I think most <laughs> yeah. people would. That's right. Yeah, we had 11 offers on that one. But yeah. in, in any case, um, these are the kinds of things you want to think about ahead of time. And you also want to think about... Um, you know the tax implications when you sell because you are going to improve that property significantly. There is going to be appreciation. You want to make sure you understand what the tax tax uh, Excuse me, tax uh, the tax um, liabilities will be before you sell that property, and um, and then go from there. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to have to take a short break, Mike. But uh, I want to suggest that uh, when we come back. We're going to talk a little bit more about how you can increase the value of a property without spending a dime. Yeah, I like uh, that idea. Yeah, uh, even though it might behoove us to spend some money and uh, do a facelift on a property before you sell it to get 3 or $4 for every dollar you spend. But if you can't do that or you don't want to do that, there's a few simple strategies that can help you get lots more money for your property without spending a dime. So when we return, we'll talk... About that, uh, let's take five.
1: For questions or comments about today's topic, send email to hi Dr. chuck at gmail.com. That's h i d r chuck at gmail.com or call 1 888 no taxes. Now, back to your real estate insider with Dr. Chuck Fury.
2: Welcome back, folks. Dr. Chuck here, your Real Estate Insider. Thanks again for listening and staying with us. I have Mike Staten with us. Mike, how you doing? I'm fantastic. How are you, Chuck? Great. Thank you. We were just talking about adding value to real estate. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Great ideas. I'm very passionate about that because I love, as you know, to take a product and add value to it, increase its value, uh, increase its uh, marketability, and just um, increase its... Um, inner beauty, really.
3: Yeah, I think it's a very important concept. And and a lot of businesses do that. They they have value-added services. And that's Mm -hmm. something that we definitely provide for our clients. And any good realtor really should do. And a a lot of them really don't pay attention to this. This is not something that they... They really focus on, but it's something that's important for us because we want to make sure our
2: clients are getting the most out of their potential sale. Absolutely. And and not to berate uh, brokers out there, many great ones out there uh, that do, in fact, pay attention to adding value before the sale. They'll bring a the contractor in and they'll get estimates and they'll show you what can be done. It's an art, not a science. Uh, here, you don't want to over, over-improve. Uh-huh. And you don't want to improve things that uh, that... You know are not going to add value to your sale, for example, a new roof, believe it or not, if your roof is not leaking i don 't recommend putting a new roof on mm-hmm. Many of our engineer clients will say well gee it 's going to fail in the next two to three years. I want to put a new roof on there that won 't give you two to three dollars more in most cases." Um, but a- people can 't see those roof improvements they don 't get excited and emotional about it yeah. that 's absolutely right so it 's counterintuitive but it 's um, things you learn over long periods of time about how to do that but many brokers that bring their contractor in and show you how to add value before the sale, um, they have to continue that adding value process Mm -hmm. through the sale, during the sale with proper marketing and negotiations, marketing internationally where it's going to be beneficial, uh, marketing in unusual ways for property that have unusual characteristics. Uh, We can talk a little bit more in detail about that in a moment. I mean, we had one recently that that actually had two houses on one lot. They had condominiumized the lot. Very interesting. But that does uh, present a problem for marketing Mm -hmm. because somebody is buying a home that actually they don't own the lot. The condominium association owns the lot. So how do you get your maximum value in that situation? How do you get the same value that the next doorhouse gets that owns its own land, fee and simple? Uh, we were very successful in that, but there were strategies we had to use in order to create the perception and the understanding from the buyer to make that happen. But most importantly, I think bro- by, uh, brokers that, um, that actually... Um, are adding value in situations um, forget to add value after the sale that 's really important right and at one eight 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 no taxes that 's what we try to help people do. And that's where I think we uh, shine in this whole process of adding value it's got to be value has got to be added before, during, and after the sale
3: yeah, and it's really taking a, a big picture look at what it takes to sell a property. Though a lot of realtors out there aren't really familiar with the benefits of the of how you can really make a property much more valuable oh, yeah. after the sale. They don't realize that there's no. things that you can do. What no, they want to do is sell your property and then move on to somebody else's property sure, after the sale.
2: Sure. And, and in fairness, that's, that's what they've been trained to do, mm-hmm. is to, is to um, sell that property, earn their commission, and move on to the next uh, property that needs to be sold. And in many cases, um, they are told, uh, and perhaps rightfully so, do not discuss taxes, do not discuss the legal aspects of real estate because you're not licensed to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, But what they are supposed to do is they are supposed to uh, sit down with their client and alert them to the potential issues that might be facing them when they sell their property. So they should say something like, gee, there may be tax consequences here. You might want to talk with your CPA. We recommend you do before you make the sale. And I've had so many people call our office, as you have um, witnessed, Mike, and talked with, People that say, gee, I never understood the tax consequences. Can you help me now? I sold three months ago. And unfortunately, we can't do that. Yeah. It- at that point, it's too late. But, that's right. But
3: when you're taking a look at the uh, total ramifications of the sale ahead of time, like we do with our clients, you can really get a great benefit and add value after the sale. So that's, that's something right. that we really like to do. And there's also, as you alluded to earlier, ways that we can add value during the sale and yes. during the sale process uh, using right. certain selling strategies and
2: techniques for marketing to set the property apart. Exactly. We have a number of those, but why don't we discuss one or two of them right now, Mike? What do you think?
3: Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. I know <laughs> that there's a, a really powerful technique that we've used, uh, and it's really market timing. We've talked about yes. that a little bit on other shows, and I think it's really important to, to really highlight the benefits of how this adds value. Because essentially, as you said before the break, it's a free method,
2: To add value to the property. Exactly. You don't have to spend any money on this. And folks out there, if you're thinking about selling your property and you have a realtor you trust... Um, then, ask these questions of the realtor, and if you don 't have a realtor you trust, interview three realtors out there three minimum. I always recommend that for contractors or realtors and people when people call me and say i 'd like to interview for uh, you for a um, potential listing and Mike and I talk it over, um, I always say, "Hey, are you interviewing other realtors too? Yes, we probably have two more. I congratulate them because ultimately um, even if I interview. For example, three contractors to do a particular job. I always learn something from each of those contractors, even if I don't choose to to, uh, work with them. Now, the contractors may not like the fact that we're interviewing several, but but the real professionals understand it and maybe even sometimes um, encourage that. Um, And we encourage Mm -hmm. it. Because yeah. we want folks to have trust, if they choose us, have trust in our ability, and the only way they're going to understand what we can bring to the table is by comparing us with other brokers out there that um, have something to offer.
3: Yeah, and we definitely work with clients that see the difference between other Uh, realtors out there and see
2: what we can do to add value to their properties. Exactly. And we constantly have folks talking with our previous clients, and um, you should do that with all your brokers out there, Folks, you should compare and contrast. You should ask the right questions. So let's get into those questions. When you uh, sit down with an agent, ask the agent, what's going on in my neighborhood right now? And they'll pull out some comps, and they'll show you that standard fare. They will show you what has sold in the neighborhood in the past perhaps six months to a year, and more importantly, the past three months. Um, but we like to do a historical survey of your street, your actual location, and the very close proximity, even if you haven 't had a sale for a year or a year and a half. That number will not be accurate locally, but it will give you a sense for what 's happening in that neighborhood on that street. We like that mm-hmm. we like to look at sales that ask that broker, for example hey what what has happened?" In my immediate neighborhood, how many properties are on the market right now? Uh, in the last two months, what has been the situation? How many days have that those properties been on the market? Did they receive multiple offers? Um, if they received multiple offers, how many offers were, were made on each of these properties that were sold? Um, that will tell you a lot um Are there properties right now on the market that would compete with my property? How does my property compare with those? Now, there might be, for example, a property that's been, um, as we say, cherried out or has been really upgraded. And in that case, um, let that property be sold first with multiple offers, ideally. And then you've got uh, buyers that um, are smarting from the fact they didn't get that property and that would be the right time to introduce your property to the market. Yeah, that's a very effective technique using that
3: timing of having buyers lose out on somebody else's property, and then when they're really wishing that they had a property, they now see yours that's just right. on the
2: market brand new. That's right. So, folks, you can train your own broker. You can train them by <laughs> <laughs> by asking them the right question. Say, hey, would you tell me in the last two weeks what properties in my immediate neighborhood here that have the same profile as my property... Um, in other words, that would have a buyer that has been rejected on that property that would want my property how many of those opportunities have been uh, have there been in my marketplace in the last four weeks, and that will tell you when to bring a property on the market if you 're preparing your market uh, excuse me if you 're preparing your house to look great, which we recommend uh, strategically then if you 're doing that, then ultimately you want to time this. And so if you're ready to put your property on the market and someone else has their property on the market, you might just want to let them go ahead and sell theirs first before you put yours on the market. You might not mm-hmm. want to delay that sale by seven to 10 days. Yeah. Um, unless you're getting into the very end of the summer, that's not a bad idea. And then let that property go into escrow and bring your property on the day after that uh, offer was taken. Because you have, in a multiple situation... You have X minus one people that are looking around, that are feeling rejected, that are feeling horrible. We've had people come in and offer $300,000 over asking because they just missed out on a property that might arguably have been a better property for them, but they're tired. They're sick and tired. They have stock options at Google, and they are tired of doing this game. And uh, it's an emotional game, Mike.
3: It sure is. And it's it's really playing that game. It's figuring out the best ways to do it and take advantage of the situation. And in that case, you're talking about a situation where you had buyers that were very frustrated. And because of market timing, it allowed us to use another strategy to add value uh, before the sale or rather during the sale in this case. Um, of the preemptive strike. So That's the right. buyers were able to come so, in and provide a preemptive strike, and they were ready to go because of the market timing that was
2: used. Absolutely. And let's talk about preemptive strike on another occasion, Mike. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, our time is all exhausted. Well, there's so many ways that to add value that we have in our business that uh, – yeah, I guess we just ran out of time. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Well, folks, have a great week. And thank you, Mike, for joining us today. Sure. Yeah, it's my pleasure as always. Yes. And um, if you want to reach us, how do you reach us, Mike? Yeah,
3: please give us an email at hi.drchuck@gmail.com, at gmail.com. Or you can give us a call at 888-NO-TAXES.
1: Great. Thank
2: you, folks, for joining us. We'll talk to you next week. Have a great one.
1: This has been your Real Estate Insider with Dr. Chuck Fury. It's his mission each week to make real estate easy, lucrative, and fun. If you have a specific real estate challenger story you'd like to share with Chuck, just send an email to hidrchuck at gmail.com. Again, that's H-I-D-R-Chuck at gmail.com. Or call 1-888-NO-TAXES. That's 1-888-NO-TAXES.